Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. I'm Dr. Nefertiti Noel. And I'm Darren Noel. And we are back after a couple weeks of not being here. Um, So we appreciate all the emails and texts that we got while we were off just about when's the next topic. So we're here tonight to talk about um, some personal commandments. So we all have heard of the Ten Commandments that are in the Bible, and everybody's religiously has some commandments to go along with it. But for the rest of the year, we're going to be talking about some personal commandments. And today's personal commandment is, Thou shalt not vex thy neighbor. So for the past couple of years, at the end of the year, at holidays, Darren and I have gotten together on the air and talked to you guys about uh, mother-in-law issues and issues with this and issues with that and how to manage and mingle better when you're with, you know, when you're with your family for the holidays. But this year, I really want to talk about not vexing the people that you're going to be with over the holidays. Now, I'm going to make a given. One of the givens is that it can be difficult to be with your family, somebody else's family, friends, somebody else's friends. But at the end of the year, we all have these huge gatherings that people just partake in. Whether you do it because you believe in the religious piece of it or you're a part of all of the outings and everything because it's what's happening at work or because you just want to be a part of the fun, you can, you're can you undoubtedly going to be around some people this year. Right. And we really want to talk about some of the things that we've just noticed that people do or talk about that are causing, like, friction and drama within their social group. Taking it away from the social enjoyment of being together, of the festivities, and, and the, the bonding that people have, and it's just kind of putting a spoiler on that. Absolutely. Okay? But before we want to get into that, let's introduce ourselves. Okay. okay? I'm Darren Noel, and here at Noel & Associates, I focus on life coaching, career counseling, and mock interviews. Absolutely. I'm Dr. Nefertiti Noel, and I do everything from individual therapy, public speaking, to organizational therapy. Awesome. So tonight we're going to be talking about just some things that people can be viewed, can be viewed as quirks. But as we go through this list, if you find yourself like, I do this, I do that, I do that, I do this, I do that, I do that, I do this, or I feel this way when I'm in a crowd and I can't stop the way I'm feeling like social anxiety and things of that nature. If you find yourself in any of these categories and, like, you're overpowering in one category or another, call the office, which is 630-428-2344, and get, some, get a little bit more specific help for yourself. Um, but if tonight you have specific questions, you can call us at 323-693-3835. Again, 323-693-3835. Yep. We're just going to jump into that because there's right. a lot of things out there that people can do to just kind of to vex people, put people in, in the wrong mood. Vex is your word. Tell, yeah, tell me, define vex for us. Small little annoying things that people do to bother, to bother people. You know, things just to do to get underneath your skin. You know, you got that thing, that little rock in the bottom of your shoe. It's not causing you any physical damage, but it's, it's annoying you as you're trying to go for your walk or go annoying you as you go trying to do your workout. Little, simple, little annoying things that people can do to just spoil an event. Okay. Okay? That's kind of what we're talking about. Okay. And the first thing, you know, let's talk about is do you have your money? Okay. Do you have your money? You know, we're all supposed to be going out to, to go bone. We're going to go out to go uh, roll skate, to, uh, going out to eat. Everybody's supposed to be covering for themselves or chipping in and stuff like that. And you get to the event, oh, you know what, I left my wallet at home, or I, I don't have any money. Uh, what's going on? You knew that we all agreed everybody's going to provide, chip in, pay for themselves, bring your own whatever, and you're not prepared for that, mm-hmm. okay? 
Like, so then now someone's going to come on to the podcast and try to cover you. That can put a little huh, vexing on somebody. Wait a minute. I had enough for me. I wasn't really planning on covering you because we already talked about everybody's going to come chipping in. So, But you left your wild there or something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And let me say this. Everybody hates the person that shows up, eats, orders a steak, gets a drink, gets two drinks, get a get a um, dessert at the end, and then they're digging for their wallet or their credit card gets rejected. Or oops, you know what? Y'all, y'all got me the time because I don't have nothing. You, you ate a full meal, right. and then that's when you explain that you haven't, don't have any money. Now we know. Guess what? If some emergency or situation can happen to anybody, but you know, in your crew, there's one, two people. Maybe this is always. It's a constant thing. It's not like this is the one first time in you know 20 years it's ever happened. But every every other month, you have this situation where you you forget your wallet again. Okay, come on now, brother. Come on now, sister. Let's let's be more organized and be prepared. Absolutely. And you guys know who you are. Right. You, I, I'll never forget I went out in college, to college once with a friend, and we were in college, and we all went out to dinner. It was just me and a friend. She brought her friend with her. We order up everything. And so when I look at the at the receipt, I'm going to divide it by three because it's three of us. And the other friend says, well, you know, she doesn't have any money. So I was like, well, why did she come out with no money, and why didn't anybody announce it before we got to ordering? Right. So don't test the friendship in the holiday season by seeing who has all the money. or if, And if you don't have money, say it up front. Dude, you got me because I don't have the money. Or say, you know what, I'm not going to go on my diet. Whatever it is you have to say to make sure that you don't end up being the financial problem. Absolutely. The next thing is, are you dressed appropriately? Okay. So you say, hey, you know what? We're going to go out to a nice club. We're going out to a nice restaurant. We're going to go on a cruise. And you should all show up in sweatsuits. Right. You got a sweatsuit on with some sneakers. Wait a minute. Everybody else has beautiful gowns on, nice dresses. Guys are suits, sport jackets, slacks. You have your sneakers on. Mm-hmm. Come on now. What are you doing? Now, we all understand the people, edgy and hipsters that want right. to dress a certain way. But you know who you are who shows up rinky-dinky all the time. Don't do it this holiday season. Don't be, and, and it's not just if the clothes are expensive or not. I've been out. You know, I, you know, we all gain weight, lose weight, move weight around, whatever we do. But don't be the person that shows up with the dress where the buttons are forcing themselves to take clothes, or you've got all the blue backs you can have out, or you've got a back, a low back cut dress, and it's showing stuff that it shouldn't show, or you're the guy who, you know, you just, you just out of step with what other people have on. Right. And this is not about keeping up with the Joneses. This is about you know the difference between I'm edgy and I want to dress kind of edgy. I want to put blue and, and like a pattern together, and I think that's sexy, versus I'm going to throw on whatever I want to throw on because you are, you better like me how I am. Right. Or all the other families, everybody got their kids, and you dress super sexy. Like, wait a minute, I got my, my, my children here, you got your stuff hanging out. Wait a minute. Absolutely. And there are so many things. Here's the thing with family. Dress like you're gonna be around family, dude. Right. If right. you right. if you're a stripper, hey, that you, that's legal. Up, that's your job. But you don't come to the family event ready to slide down a pole. Right. It's just inappropriate behavior. Also, one of the bad side of this, if you do, are there are certain expectations? Make sure you tell people that. Absolutely. If you have, yes, well, you're ten guests invited, and you want everybody to wear holiday sweaters or something like that. Everybody's got it except for one person. Oh, I forgot to tell you. So that, that person feels bad. They show up. Well, I never got that message. All dressed in red. We're all dressed in white. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you have that kind of expectation, make sure you give that and communicate that to everybody so everybody knows what the expectations are. Or if you have, like, an all-white party or right. all-black party or right. all-gray party. And there's always, I've been to the all-white party.
somebody turns into somebody where it's sober. Why would you do that? <laughs> you know, why would you do that? You know, if you don't want to be at the party, don't come. Right. If you got some kind of issue, well, I don't think we should all have to wear blue. Don't come. Don't come wearing purple talking about purple and deep blue. Don't do it. Go on. Don't Come do to all purple parties. Right. So if you have an event and everybody has to come in their PJs, first of all, specify that. Specify, hey, full clothing PJs. Right. Don't, don't come in your you know, midnight for your husband, PJ. Right. Like, be clear of your expectations of people so that they can fulfill the expectations. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. The next one is, are you dominating the conversation? Mm-hmm. Okay. You constantly, everybody's trying to have a conversation, everybody allowed to give input, listening, but you're constantly always the one talking. Okay, wait, well, yeah, I guess it's it's the, the Darren show. No one else can say anything because you're going to be dominating all the conversation. Right. Everybody just got to be quiet and let you talk. Right. Okay. Right. That's what I call the professor syndrome. Okay. Where, like, you know, oh, me too. Oh, I did that. Oh, back when I lived here, I did that. Oh, back when I lived there, I did that. Oh, that was when I, you know, I I created the smiley face. No, that's when I won the war. <laughs> no, that's when I killed the deer and I brought it home. I mean, it's like, okay. Let's get an applause. Give them an applause. Give Lock them an applause. the skin off of your back, why don't you? But people don't like a gloater. Right. They don't like a gloater. Unless. They're coming to your party, and it's a roast for you, and everybody knows it's all about Bob that night. Sure, that's different. That's different. If it's a, Hey, it's your birthday party. Or if, if it's an anniversary party for the couple, guess what? We're going to be talking about the couple all night. It's going to be about the couple. But, hey, we're just getting together. Allow everybody to share and let them know what's going on in their life, the good and the bad. Absolutely. Because here's the deal. Everybody, even people that say, oh, Dr. Noel, I don't like the spotlight. Everybody wants a minute to talk about themselves. Yes, they do. Everybody wants a minute. Yes. The next thing is, are you bringing up issues that don't matter? Mm, okay. Talk over that. Now, let me say that this happens at every family function. Somebody, Auntie Susie, Uncle Bobo, Cousin Sweetfoot, they show up and they start bringing up bones in the closet, skeletons that should be gone, and they won't let it go. Now, I'm not saying if you're sitting in a conversation and somebody says, what happened to old John? Right, right. I mean, if you're just sitting there, everybody's enjoying dinner, and you go, well, you know what, I'm glad that everything's going better, uh, Bozo, because I heard you were getting a divorce because you were clowning around all the time. Everybody's talking on Right. What? Right, right. Come on. Because sometimes I feel like people do that stuff for shock value. Yes. And you've been waiting all year to out somebody. So you out them at the family dinner with the kids, at the kids' table, with Grandma. She on one leg. You know, she already a foot in the grave. But then you bring up, you know, that's why your husband stepped out. Like, all of that, all of that, all of that, keep it at home. Keep it at home. Somebody got a drug problem. Somebody's uh, whatever. Whatever it is you know, whatever it is you think you don't know, Less, this isn't the time to bring it up unless you have specifically been called to testify at the family event. <laughs> Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Okay. The next one, are you being rude? Okay. You're at the at the party and you just choosing, uh, guess what? I'm not going to speak to so-and-so. I'm not going to speak to so-and-so. I'm going to be disrespectful for so-and-so. Someone's talking, hey, I'm going to cut them off. Okay. Wait a minute. Okay. Are you just being rude to the other people who are at the party? Absolutely. I recently went to an event, and the chick spoke to everybody but me in the room. Mm. I was like, really? Really? Like, that was called for? That that was, like, appropriate. Now, later in private, you want to apologize, but in public, you ain't speaking, so don't speak now. Right. And so, now, if someone's hurt you, like, stabbed you, shot you, uh, stole your credit cards, I understand you're not having a conversation, but just whatever little funky mood you're in and you don't like what they said or how they looked at you, 
Let it go. Let it go. Or or here's my favorite thing. I have learned as an adult I don't have to show up to every party I'm invited to. Well, that, that you said it right there. You know what? So-and-so or a couple of so-and-so are going to be at the party. I don't really feel like being around. I'm not in a mental state that I could be around them. Guess what? I'm going to stay home. I'm going to go to somewhere different. I'm going to call some other friends and go someplace else. And, that you know, here's the thing I get all the time. Dr. Noel, I don't want to go, and I hear you. So, But it's my husband's family, and he's forcing me to go. And if I don't go, then we could possibly end up in a divorce. And you wouldn't believe the amount of times that I hear that happen, that, that couples sort of hold each other hostage that way. Oh, sure. If you're going to be held hostage and you know you cannot be peaceable, notify your spouse. Okay. Notify so you your know, partner. Listen, I'm telling you, it's going to blow up if I go. I mm-hmm. can't hold my peace. I'm not going to be able to take this person saying this. If they say something, I'm going to let loose. I'm going to let what's on my mind let it out. I'm just telling you. There's ramifications that's going to go on if I go. Right, there's consequences. And I'm fine as long as you can stay ahead of time. Don't get to the party, fist fight, fall out, rolling in the grass, and then be like, I didn't want to come anyway. <laughs> Let them know ahead of time. And then they have to deal with the consequences on their own. And there are some times where you really shouldn't go to family events. Look, if your in-laws have been super disrespectful, you don't have to sit in their face every New Year. Right, okay. In my opinion, sure. at least that's how we run our relationship. Sure. If somebody's being disrespectful to you and it's not a forced event like a funeral, you don't have to go be in that Right. Let it go. Tell space. your spouse I don't want to go. Or if you got the big dollars, plan, a trip, plan your trip to Maui around the holidays. Hello. Nobody turns away a cruise. Nobody turns away a free flight to heat. So then, hey, if you've got the money and you don't want to say, hey, babe, I don't want to be around your family, tell them, listen, I want a weekend of love. Let's spend our Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year weekend, coupled up right. on the beach. Hey, the beach always works. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem with that one is about going against your will. If you do go, and let's say there's no one offensive, you just, for whatever, you just don't want to be there, right? But you agree to go. And so you don't really want to be there. But if you are going to, if you do agree to go and you do go, go with a positive attitude. Don't mm-hmm. go there sulking, oh, I'm, so, I'm here. So everybody's like, wow. I guess you really don't want to be here. Absolutely. You know, and really no one did anything to you. You just don't want to be there for whatever personal, you know, right, bad attitude reasons. But then don't spoil the, the evening for everybody else. Mm-hmm. If you're agreeing to go, go with a positive attitude. Go and guess what? I'm going to have some kind of enjoyment. I'm going to be some kind of a positive impact on the event. We're going to have a good time. I'm going to make it a positive situation. Absolutely. And let, and let me say this. Let me say this. For any couple, and we'll probably talk about this before the year is out, have some rules about going to an event. Mm-hmm. I want to stay two hours, only two hours. Um, if we don't eat by then, it's okay. I want to go home. Um, if I say my catch word, then you know that I'm ready to go, and then that's when I want to be gone. Because there are real reasons that people don't want to hang out with other people. I understand. Mm-hmm. I get it. But if you have not voiced that to your significant other, and then you show up at an event and it goes buck wild, that's your problem. Hello. That's a big problem. Because you could control that. You so set up rules. Let me say it slowly. Set up rules of engagement. If you have to go, go. And, and again, I'm not talking about if you're going to somebody's house and they've assaulted you or beat you up. No, don't go for that. Right. But I'm saying if it's just the pettiness of I don't like my in-laws and my in-laws don't like me, fix it. Mm-hmm. Fix it. Make yeah. it work. Make it work. Okay. The next one. How about are you, are you contributing to the event? Are you bring something to the party? So, you know, someone's hosting a dinner. Are you bringing something? Okay, I'm going to bring a pie. I'm going to bring a cake. I'm going to bring uh, a case of 
uh, pop. I'm going to bring some wine. Bring something to the event that that's you. You know, even they say, you know what? Everybody, not every time, but a lot of times people say, no, we got everything we need. That's, did you bring something? You can bring some flowers even. Let me tell folks. Go ahead. Seven up. Something. Jug of water. Right. Pecans. Walnuts. That's spray stuff I like to eat. What is that little white foamy stuff? Ready whip. Ready whip. <laughs> Ready whip. Green beans. Um, what else can people bring? Movie. There you go. Hey, I, I had a dollar, so I stopped by Redbox, and I got us, you know, uh, a cartoon for the whole family to watch. Music. Hey, I brought a CD. I like uh, music from the 70s, so I brought this, this CD I like. Right. Um, you can also bring a good attitude. Hey, Ooh. hey, I came to smile. How y'all doing? Right. Joke. Hey, I came to laugh. Hey, I brought a cup of tea. Hey, I brought a bag of sugar. Hey, I brought some bananas. Hey, what can I do to help? Okay. We need to take out the garbage and everyone go over to the garbage. We need to help with the dishes. We need to help with the coats. What can I do to help you out? Bring something. Absolutely. That's great. Even if you're not bringing something to support, bring these people a pilot at you. Bring mm-hmm. something that you can help. Hey, I'll, I'll play games with the kids. I brought the Connect Four. I brought, look, there is always something you can do to make the host day lighter. Right. And I know, like, for example, people came to our home and they brought with them drinks or you bring with I mean, like, it, it didn't feel like anybody was forced. People came over because they wanted to be there, and everybody contributed, and it makes the day go better. Absolutely. Even the little kids were contributing. I'll make a turkey art. I mean, do something. And you, know, and you know what? Can you call Joe? He's coming here for the first time. He needs some help on the public correction. He has a hard time. Absolutely. Do something. Or, hey, do you mind if I'm the one that answers the door? I got that for you. You don't have to keep leaving. Whatever it is that you can offer the host that's positive, positive, i got to be real positive, then do that. And, and this is a side note, just a side note. If you don't have money to bring anything substantial, mm-hmm. everybody has a dollar for a bag of ice. Yes. If you come in with your mama, your kids, your boyfriend, <laughs> his cousin, at least bring the common sense with you and tell people, hey, could you take your shoes off at the door? Hey, do me a favor. Don't touch the walls. You know, they, they don't like people touching the walls. Hey, don't go upstairs. That's another thing. Don't go upstairs in somebody's house yeah. when you've been invited over because you want to take a view. I always wanted to see what's in that back room over there that they always told me not to go into. Come on. That's just disrespectful. Don't do that. That's plain. That's so Don't drop something and lie about it and cover it up. <laughs> I don't know who that uh, red cranberry juice thing right. is from. If you thought the cranberry juice say <laughs> something, so she could put some baking soda on it or whatever to clean it up. Man. If you ate the last wing, don't take it in the bathroom and say you didn't do it. <laughs> These are things that are vaccine. Don't take, don't heap your plate up with food and then throw it away. Ooh. Ooh. But now, if for whatever reason, that one, a particular dish somebody's not right quite hit the spot or it's a little funny, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I have been out to eat. I will not say the name to protect the guilty. Right. And they have cooked some stuff. You put it in your mouth, oh. and you you are like, oh, wow. Right. Wow. This is horrible. I forced that swallow down. Okay, step one. Step two, shift it around your plate. Break it up. Don't, you know, just don't make it look like you didn't appreciate it. And and please don't say it didn't taste good. Don't dog out the cook. You know, no. there's probably several different dishes. Hopefully, you know, not hopefully, but it could be several different dishes. 
you know, you can always talk about the one that you like. Right. You know, it could be five different dishes, and maybe four of them you like, one that you, that you didn't like. Talk about the four that you like. Absolutely. You know, hey, these sweet potatoes are fantastic. The rice and beans were awesome. This turkey was fantastic. If you don't like the greens, don't talk about the greens. Don't talk about them. Okay. Let me tell you another trick I've learned. Take a small amount of everything until you find that's, out, you that's, know. That's a great idea. What's good, babe? That's, that's a good. great idea. Here's the other thing. If you've got an aunt that can't cook, but she always brings her a horrible baked apple pie, Ooh. Tell your spouse, tell your partner, tell your friends, hey, look, auntie can't bake no cake. <laughs> but we let her bring them because, you know, she's contributing. Right, okay? Right. Then warn people. Now, don't have, don't warn them, then they laughing about it. But warn them so they don't take a lot. They don't, don't do that. We had a pumpkin pie. We just didn't need it. We just didn't need it. And, like, it got mold on it. Then we oh. found it was like, let's just toss it. That's just the best that we can do at that point. So instead of talking against a pumpkin pie, I played up the caramel cake. This caramel cake is good. It, was, it was good. It was good. So I pushed that, but I didn't push that pumpkin pie. You know? Um, I'm gonna, oh, back to the food. Okay. If you know there's several people at, at, the, at the place, at the house, wherever y'all at, and everybody's doing, you know, everybody's taking their portion, don't take half of the certain place to your plate on the first go around. Make sure you take a sizable amount. So at least everybody can get a taste. And if it, after everybody goes around and says, hey, come on, let me get a second, mm-hmm. that's so be it. Okay. But you know there's a certain amount of mashed potatoes, a certain amount of macaroni and cheese. You've got half the macaroni and cheese on your plate, and you still got 10 people coming behind you. Right. Yeah. That, right? Basically learn the lay of the land. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Now, if this is your auntie and she she like it when you put in the plate, if you a newbie on the block, Just and you see, like, you know, a small amount of mac and cheese, because that's my, that's my favorite little thing, man. a small amount of mac and cheese, and you take most of it, and while people are looking at you, you talking about this, so it's good. Mm. That's vexing. Vexing. Here's another thing that, uh, that, that I have to talk about, and, and, right. and this is a big one. Do you stink? Now, now do you stink? Do you stink? Body odor. And I don't mean you wore the wrong cologne out of the house. I mean... You go work out heavy before you come because you're going to start, you know, finishing your song. Finish it up. And maybe you think, I don't smell, you know, and so it don't matter. I don't sweat like other people sweat. Do us a favor. Do me a favor. Even if it's not for you, it's for me. Take a shower. Before you come. Before you come. Don't wear your dirty clothes out of the house. Get those clean. Do not come and be the one that even the dog is looking at you like, for real? Right. Like, why did you do that? Because, and, and I say that because so many people are into new things, but maybe you don't use deodorant to use a salt rub or, or whatever, and it's fine. It's fine to do it how you want to do it. But when you do it, make sure that you are taking care of yourself to a level that even if it's above what you would normally do, the outsiders don't feel like, wow, what just happened. Fair enough, fair enough. On, on the same one, I'm going to talk about go back to food a little bit about alcohol, okay? Are you handling your alcohol appropriately or are you falling out drunk Throw it up on somebody's floor. Act, you know, disrespect, disrespecting somebody's house, okay? Know your limits, okay? They may have some wine out there. You may want to have a glass of wine. You may have a can of beer, whatever the case may be. But don't get drunk at somebody else's house, okay? Mm-hmm. Don't do mm-hmm. that. Fall out. Fall out. Break the toilet. Right. Uh, bust up glasses. Right. Um, pull things off the wall. Throw up in the Saturday couch. Get honoring with people. Come right. on now. Fighting. 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 It's ridiculous. Right. Don't do it. Don't do that. And if you know you can't hold your liquor, leave. Just go ahead. You know leave. what? 
I, I say, you know what? The person said you want to get drunk. Well, go ahead and do it somewhere else. Go ahead and leave. I had a good time with everybody, but hey, now I'm about to go get into something. Some right. I'm, that's a, what you want to say. I'm a party animal. I'm out. If that's you, leave. But don't, don't roll around the floor. Don't you know that stuff? It just people don't know how to handle it. Right. Because you grown, right? So if you if they say something to you over twenty one, you love to get angry. But if you're not able to be appropriate. Then either don't show up, and maybe you can stay home and do all of that when nobody cares, or leave in a fashion that leaves you well respected, so people want you to come back. Exactly. I'm going to say about the about appropriateness, about flirting with somebody else's significant other, mm-hmm. or giving extensive full frontal hugs. Oh yeah. With somebody else's significant other. Come on, brother. Come on, sister. You know, you know somebody's here with somebody else. It's not a single party. It's a situation. Or you know somebody's with somebody else. You know, we give them a side hug, okay? You're not up and eyeballing up and down and Wait a minute, we were all over so-and-so place. So then before you call me, 
Facebook posts go up, private texting goes up, Instagram, Snapchat, Foursquare, G Plus, and the whole pictures on it. And now, big everybody got to an answer for your drama. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Here's another thing. Hey, if you beat your wife, y'all fight, y'all got problems or whatever. Don't don't be bringing nobody to the house with bruises. No. I mean, for real. I mean, it's like, what am I supposed to say with that? Wow, that's a oh, nice black eye. Right. <laughs> I mean, really. Did you just seriously soak her and then bring her to dinner? Your, your arm, your finger put his no,